Good afternoon, everyone, global citizens. I hope everyone is doing great. So today I am honored to speak to Women in Power, episode two, with life coach, my life coach, our life coach at TAF International 2020 organization. Yeah, Gabby Vonkin, good afternoon. How are you? Hey, Adrian, good afternoon. I'm fine, thank you. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm doing good. The weather is gloomy, but there's a lot of work that needs to be done. And yeah, my work involves global events, right? Studying global events, watching chaos happening in every single corner of the globe and wondering how, when, where, and why this disaster got to this point of catastrophe. Yeah, that's a big question, huh? I mean, <laughs> let's, I mean, this is why I'm doing a Women in Power series. Yeah. Because the world has been ruled by men for I don't know how many thousands of years. That's what the history books are going to tell us from kings to this to that, mm-hmm. ruling countries. But look at the countries that are being run by kings right now. Kings that take money out of the bank and run away to Dubai to kings who have hundreds of their population, hundreds of thousands, if not millions of their populations in abstract poverty. And they're Mm. buying a hundred million euro homes in countries they will not even visit for many years sometimes. Mm -hmm. And that's the money that we are asking at TAF International 2020 organization, Gabby, to help people in third world countries. Some king has access to that, to buy houses in the UK and the United States of America. I've just kind of given up because at this point, it's just a matter of sitting back and watching them destroy themselves, all of them, in every corner of every governance in every part of the world. It's disappointing, Gabby. I've just seen people hungry, dying because of war, and they're making some legislations and laws, and it's too slow. It's not good enough. No one, none of them are doing it good enough. At this point, I'm just so angry. Yeah. I I imagine I feel like this, Gabby, and I have family in government. I grew up in government. I think about, I put myself out of this situation. I put myself in the situation of every other global citizen who doesn't have a government contact, who didn't grow up in government, who doesn't have a voice and a reach. How desperately low do they feel compared to me? Hmm. How just, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I'm gonna let you like just reply to that venting. Yeah, well, well, to, to start, um, I can hear the frustration, and obviously, you see and hear a lot more probably than I do, but I see and hear a lot as well. And I think you're right. I think we're we're like there's a lot of shifts going on. Not yeah, shifts. So. We're, we're really getting into a place where we need to decide, like, do we want to have this? Do we want to have more of this? Or do we want to have more of something else? Because if we keep doing what we did, we will getting what we get. So it's better, I think, to change the way we do things. But for me, and I really think this is true, first things have to become worst to open the eyes of the majority 
and to see and to speak out like you do um to see and to speak out about like no this is not what we want this is not what we chose for so we want something different and i think that's the way to go so yeah it, it seems like it's getting worse and it is i i guess it is but sometimes that's necessary to get to a point where, where we stand up and say like no this is not the way we want it anymore so yeah but but this is the most difficult time i guess to be in yeah it's my i mean my thing is i speak to people on a daily basis about their life their country their health systems their educational mm-hmm. systems their hopes and their dreams and everyone just has a basic all i want is to be able to eat a roof over my head and an education if i feel like i want it mm-hmm. so why is that so impossible for everyone to do why are we sitting there knowing that there are people in the united nations who are supposed to do this and are doing it but it's not working out this is where my frustration comes from gabby because i'm here at the bottom at the grassroots speaking to people so i can make sure this message goes all the way there to the top mm-hmm. but when i don't have a decent enough answer when i honestly tell people that at a very young age we had that conversation that i told you i was in the building and i sent the alarm off yeah. because i yeah. wasn't good at listening when i tell people those kind of stories it's kind of a hope thing that at least you have some kind of contact of someone that can do something mm. because you know what gabby people don't really feel like the un cares about them this mm. is the honest truth yeah i can imagine cuz like the un is a, is an institute and for for normal people like me i i don't feel them in my daily life you know i just go through my own struggles to my own life to everything which is happening over here in my streets in my uh, city in my hometown in my home country and the un you know it, it's it's like a concept it's not really it doesn't feel like it's doing what it's doing i i don't even know exactly what it's doing and i think in in the end to it it matters what happens in the small like in in your own place in your own home what you do with your neighbors and 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 I'm very glad for people like you to be uh, a bit of a translator from the people like me to to the the people who decide things which I'm not even sure what they are deciding or what they are doing but it's it's good to have some voice over there like the things you are doing and i get you are frustrated cuz you are like a channel you you get all those hundreds of views and and ideas and and trouble and, and you hear so much and then you go to the to the to the handful of people who make the decisions and you need to be heard Yeah, I mean my frustration is not my frustration. My no, frustration I know. It's me understanding other people's frustration and realizing that billions of people have no future. Yeah. Today on this day Gabby and at this time billions of people have no future. Mm. No food because no future, no home, no future, no education, no future, no equality, no future, nothing no future thanks to the governance 
I know, I know, and I, I strongly believe we have to. Um, you can you can have like the view what is missing or the view what do we want. So uh, for me, it's very important to keep focusing on what do we want. So if I if I hear you correctly, you say like I want everyone to be able to have a roof over their head. I want everybody to be able to have food. I want everybody who wants to be able to have an education. So to to like put it in a positive perspective and work to that. It's I think it will empower you more than than saying like there's so much lacking. But there's also so much w- which we can gain actually. So that's the opposite on of the same metal. I don't know if you say it in English. It's it's hard. Yeah, I understand what you're <laughs> yeah. I do. I'm just like, this is happening there and COVID was bad enough and the exacerbation of world events and the fairness that we all have and or had in life. I, what I thought was normal, I'm realizing is not so normal. The, yeah. I'm saying, I want to go to this university and I want to study that and I want to mm-hmm. travel there and I want to do this. I thought that everyone had that option in life. When you're that young and you ask for it and you're told to only go to school and only do good in school that's all you're asked to do for you to get what you want in life someone does not even have that option so how do i face them from a place of quotes higher living higher standards and try to convince them that i'm here for them and i listen to them and i care about them and what they're going through is important because the light is not shed on the fact that it's important because if they're not functioning in a society, we all can't function in a society. And this is what COVID is showing us. I mean, people are dying at the EU border because mm-hmm. some dictator in Belarus has them jumping in and jumping out. Then the Polish don't want them and they kick them out and they beat them. Then the Lithuanians here, then the that. Then what's going on in Africa is just catastrophe everywhere. Everywhere north to south, east to west is depressing. Mm. bad governance on every single scale and they know how I feel about all of them. I've lost respect, Gabby, for so many people in governance because I see them sitting down and making excuses and making promises that we know they will not keep because they've never kept them before. Then I go to South America and I'm listening. Portuguese, Spanish, people dying, people killing each other. Do you think, Gabby, it's not normal for a president to be assassinated? No matter how horrible he was or could have been, it's not normal for us to live in a world where the most protected man in the country is assassinated. Mm. Then there's a British prime minister, uh, sorry, member of parliament that was just stabbed to death. People who are supposed to be the most protected are not safe, Gabby. So how do people who live on the street, who have nothing, how are they supposed to feel about their lives? This is what I'm communicating to the UN because I've just about had it. Yeah, I can hear it. <laughs> I can hear it. And, and I just want to ask you like, to see uh, what you are doing, how much of an impact you're having and, and try to, to be in your power, to be empowered instead of to be frustrated or, uh, you know, because in the end, I think it will be your power your inner strength which can convince them because you have a lot of it and and i totally understand the frustration because you are in the middle of it you hear everything you see everything 
and uh, well on a, a small scale I, I did the same when I worked I was like in between my um, my boss and my team and I was the, the middle person so in the middle it's the worst so you get the worst of both and that's not easy it's not an easy place you have but it's an important one and I think, to be honest, you didn't choose this for nothing. I think you are on this place because you can handle that. Um, and I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, I tried so many things in life: the hospital, the rotations, the different hospitals in different countries, the being a professor and teaching languages and teaching health and doing education and this and that. Before mm. I ended up here in public yeah. health diplomacy international medical diplomacy because it's everything i love all at once in the same field in the same specialization that yeah no you know university has offered me this specialization mm. i had to work for it by myself i had to sit down and teach myself languages teach myself french and portuguese and spanish in a matter of months knowing that I had to apply to get into something to study that same year and if I didn't have the language under my belt I would not even have met the prerequisites so I'm like keep telling people 16 years of my life was dedicated to this and now I'm 32 and it's not a show off it's to show that I've been going and going and going and going to this very goal and no one and I close my eyes and I feel it and I know it no one is stopping me from this very goal because no. no one is stopping me from this very goal you know when you find your road in life many people have their road in life but they don't even know it unfortunately because yes they're worried about their rent or worried about food or worried about security or they're a woman who's not being treated well or they're a child who's been who's being denied their human right an economy a global economy a global system of, of economy only works when the people who are growing up now have a chance and they can see a light at the end of a tunnel. But yeah. what I can promise you is 98, if not 99.999%, because nothing is 100%, but that much of a percent of youth feel hopeless. They yeah. have given up. I'm watching news, Gabby, and suicide rates are going up now because so many have nothing to live for. You and know? They, yeah like it only takes one person to change everything so yeah maybe a lot of them don't don't feel like they see any hope or feel any hope but it only takes one and 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 still i'm still working for jane goodall uh, institute and, and she's such an inspiring example of this and you can be that one too and it takes a lot of hard work and it takes a lot of uh, um, how do you say a lot of energy and it, it, it will get you frustrated at times as well but these are the people we need like you are on your way you're on your path you know what you want and you because you, you said literally like I've got the best of all the worlds you know the the, the health the, the the diplomacy you make your own job you make you made what you wanted so it is possible and this can be such an inspiring example for others to do that and that's the beginning of change and that's what i meant by sometimes it has to get worse things have to get a bit worse so people stand up and say well this is enough and i don't want this anymore and then 
to have people like you to be an example to to show them what you can do if you put your mind to it that's what we need and and that doesn't mean you have to change the world on your own like you have to put in all the work on your own no you just have to be an example yeah i understand that and thank god we have so much support because we're young people understanding yeah. the struggles of young people around the world around the globe True. and now we have people from kuwait now in ecuador i forgot to just say marhaban and hola to them and thank you for joining us in any way even if it's just listening to what we are trying to do that is good enough for me mm-hmm. but just i feel like the secretary general of the un is too lenient he's too nice to these people that he knows who they are and he knows what they do and they're trying to get things to be done and to be signed diplomatically but you know what diplomacy is the greatest thing that i know and even that with some people a real dictator does not understand peace by negotiation yeah. what they do understand is diplomatic threats and a sanction is not working anymore for them they need to hear that they have 14 days to get their nonsense together or they will be trialed in court that is how i would speak to them hmm under in the camera in front of the camera and especially behind the camera you will get this done because that is your job because if people are not reminded of why they're even in the position of a president of a country or prime minister of a country or ruling king of a country when you don't tie that hole we are excellencies and we know each other oh we're good friends and we have good friendships put that aside and go enough is enough because that is what i hear from every single youth Gabby from every single woman who is going through things it's enough of this world is enough hmm it is yeah yeah it is enough and a lot of people need to say it is enough so actually to get the power you just take it in in i mean like if you don't participate with it anymore if we just collectively decide not to participate and to do the things how we want and believe it should be done then we can make this change and and i think sometimes we are a bit too dependent on the, on the few people who decide what what we need to do i'm like hmm, why why do we let ourselves be told what to do like this i don't know i think we can do better we should do better i know we can do better and we are all trying to do better but you know what the worst part of trying to do better is gabby mm-hmm. is to know that you are finances away from stopping hunger and fighting and corruption and insurgency and everything that is bothering what countries are called and considered third world to be mm. to know that money is what fixes everything and you know literally, what mm. literally gabby money is our currency for happiness in 2021 because of course if you're not fed you're not happy if you don't have a home you're not happy if you have so much debt you have nowhere to go anything to do you're not happy if you don't have securities because you don't have money do you see what i mean i'm like going back to it over and over and over and over and over again and i'm seeing people who have the security who have the money i i e king of spain who left i e king of jordan who left you just have to be a king and whether that's a challenging job or not you're still living off funds of public people 
Hmm. So when I hear and I see, and it's been confirmed that someone just ran away from a justice system because they're a king, I'm like, wow. But if a normal citizen did that, they'll be gunned down. Hmm. Yeah, there's there's a lot of uh, unfairness going on and the the funny thing is that there is money enough for everyone like uh, there's all is enough but it's so unequally divided so yeah unfairly divided also you know all these like goals in 20 years in 50 years i'm like no drop it make it a practical one they have an africa goal for 2063 i don't even know if i'm going to be alive yet alone the people who made this sky limit goal that yeah. they know that they're not going to be around so they don't have to deal with the headache i think actually that we make we look for revolutions uh on too too difficult like it's we make all those things too complicated i think we should make life and and governmental things and everything simple transparent Transparent. What I don't like is a closed door meeting and yeah. no one knows what is like talked about. Then two weeks later, there's a new law and everyone has to face it and everyone has to deal with it. Thanks for that kind of governance in 2021. Yeah, true. And it's, it's just really... not acceptable anymore. It's no, not I, I think it's not acceptable. And I think we, we are getting to a point we're not going to accept it anymore. And people worldwide are not accepting uh, the policies anymore. So... Yeah, you you can see this shift going on. I can see a shift going on, for sure. I'm just like when we sit back and we watch them destroy themselves, and all of that ends, and we have to pick up the rubble, the trash, the ash from the destruction that is has already happened. Mm. It's going to be a long, long work. You know what? I'm gonna sit down with a bunch of people my age, younger and older, but they have the same, we're on the same mental wavelength. Yeah. And to make a real, transparent and actual promise that this cannot happen again. Because Gabby, I tell you, all the languages that I'm speaking, that I'm understanding, I'm listening, I'm watching you from here, from Europe to South America, to Africa, to this, to wherever, World War III is slowly happening. Someone calling back an ambassador because they were not part of a trade deal. But we are the immature ones who can't make our own decisions of our own lives, but someone gets pissed off because they were not invited to a signature and a table. Yeah, I know. I'm watching someone else somewhere else, doing something else and calling back their representative. And once one of them does it, expelling someone, who's there to do humanitarian work and take care of people or expelling or calling back an ambassador, they all follow. Hmm. Governance has become a circus. It's interesting yeah. eh? why like the most inspiring people on on the earth are not in government. So that's what I... The Jane Goodalls, exactly. The Jane Goodalls, you know, all the people, the Gandhis, the people who really made a difference and people want to be like are inspired by want to be like them those the are mother not Teresa's, powers. the, the mother Teresa, yes the, the nelson mandela's the oprah's they're all not part of the government why is that I don't know that's a very good question i'm gonna write that down and investigate <laughs> <laughs> yeah. investigate that that would, a very, be, very, that would very be like a comment. very good government that like a worldwide government with all those people 
Yeah, and once in a while you see some kind of light like a Mandela that will just make everyone, whether they're opposite in politics or opposite in race or in religion or everything, hmm. this is the issue. Is yeah. people letting their conservative way of life affect what is going on now? Yeah. You can't let your upbringing, your personal way of life, your religion, your everything that is personal to you affect how you make decisions that affect other people. But yeah, it's a huge been. responsibility with what you have. And yeah. I don't think they realize it. I think you will get you you get into a system and then you just lose track of what you're really doing, what you really feel. Because I, I can't really I, I believe I need to believe that people on those places have the right thing in their heart, you know? That they that they're good-hearted people, but as, for some reason you you get on a sidetrack if you are in if you get on this track. I don't know, I don't know where it how how this works. But it's interesting to to see how 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 you don't do things in the best interest of your own heart and therefore for humanity. Yeah. So let's just get into you now and women and why women need to be more in power so how would you define a woman in power i think uh women well I, i'm i'm pro women and pro men so for me it's more like the 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 women energy like the the, the more listening energy not the energy to uh be uh, the person who tells somebody else what to do you know like this this a person with those um, uh, aspects. So I think for for us women in, in general, we have a bit of a. Um, we are more like to go inside and to see what's going on in our own world and and to take care of the people around us, but not really so far like let's spread it out and, and I think we should do that more just speak out what's what's really in our hearts and not to be uh, afraid to say what we really think and feel and mean and I'm seeing this as well like there, there are very powerful women I, I guess there's more coming and there are a lot of them and I think they have something real to contribute to this world and even if, if we are talking about government, because there are some women in, in, in governments, but for some reason, they also try to do the, the manly energy thing. Like, you know what I mean? So they transform a bit of the, the, the nice qualities into the strong ones to, the, to, to, to show them, to show men they can do the same job, like not be emotional, not be this, not be that. But it would be so great if women on those places be like their pure selves. Because yeah. because vulnerability is, is supposed to be a weakened you know, thing of weakness, but it's so powerful. And I think if we learn worldwide, mankind wide, to, to show our vulnerability instead of pretend like everything is fine and we can do this and we know what we are doing because we're not and if we if we do the opposite and, and show our weaknesses I think this world will yeah we will uh, it will get better yeah I mean vulnerability is your humanity 
It is. And when you show humanity, when you're in a place of power, then people believe you. True. Not they see you on the same wavelength every time you come on a camera. It's the same voice, the same tone, the same boring everything that never changes. But we're supposed to believe that what you are doing and what you are promising is going to happen. How about you make a promise today? That is what I'm going to tell people in power. 193 of you make a promise today and keep it today, not in 10 years. Not in eight years, not in 2063. Now and today,、hmm. this is how they're going to start hearing me speaking to them because I've reached a point where my boiling point has passed boiling point, and this is me going. This is the only way, Gabby, that some people perceive information. They don't get it by you respecting them and writing them diplomatic letters and being nice to them. That blows up their ego. If they don't get diplomatic threats. Of you will face court. I will put you in court. I don't care who you are. I am gathering information, and I will drop you in court. And there's not a thing that you can do about it. If they don't hear me speaking like that, they don't act. Yeah, I think for me, it's, it it wouldn't be like my way to go, but maybe, and, and you know better who you're talking to, so. Uh, if this helps, and the, for me, it's also very important for you that you、uh, are okay with the way you're dealing with it. If it's sometimes it's the hard way, sometimes it's the easy way. As long as it's the, your way, you know. If you can be glad、uh, how you do this, how you are doing this at this moment, and then it's perfectly fine. But if you're like, I have to be very firm now because. And it's not how you want to be. So always check in with yourself. Is this the, this the way I want to do this? And if the answer is yes, by all means, go for it. <laughs> it definitely is yes, Gabby. Okay, that's good. You, I spent so long reflecting and reflecting、good. and looking at all the options and going, what is the only other way that I have not looked at this? What is the only other optics、mm-hmm. I have used for this? And this is the only other optics, Gabby. Because when they hear it like this, it registers in their brain chemistry. Okay. Some people don't hear you when you are speaking and you are reading and you're being diplomatic and generous. They don't understand that language. We all speak a language. We might speak the same language, but everyone speaks their own way of that, their own version of、yeah. that language. So this is me going. I'm not getting angry because you are pissing me off. I'm only getting angry because this is the only way it registers in your brain cells. Yeah. So you speak on them on a way they can listen. Exactly. To. So、speaking、that's to them, speaking to them in their language with their language. I don't know if、yeah. that makes any sense. It totally does make sense because I studied communications, as you know. So it's all about what makes the message come through to the others. So if if it means talking in a, a loud way or an easy way or whatever, as long as as you feel like you have you're in contact with the other person and the other person can hear you, that's the goal. Yeah. So let's talk about now. What? How is it to be a woman in the Netherlands? What are the rights of women in the Netherlands? And what do you? What are What are great things about being a woman in government or in society in the Netherlands, and what do you think we need to look at that needs to improve? 
Well, for for me to be quite honest, the Netherlands is, uh, I think, a very good uh, place to live and to be as a woman. Because I I never feel like a woman. <laughs> I obviously I am, but I don't feel like I've been treated differently or otherwise because I'm a woman. So I think for that, I'm very privileged and I live in a privileged environment and I, I know all those people so but obviously that's not everywhere around like and I I'm sure there's more and more um, work to do here as well and I think women have to do their work as well from their own hearts from their own houses so yeah it's a good place to be and it's uh, I think we we have like almost the same rights as men do because I'm not sure obviously if that's true but I think we do but still uh, also for the Netherlands it's uh, women in higher places women with power tend to uh, play the game of the 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 old days you know the men's game and we need to play our own games so that's what I like we need to get more and more empowered to do the things we want to do them from yeah. our own power instead of trying to change ourselves to fit in with the game yeah mm -hmm. I mean I understand you completely because yes every Dutch friend I've had who happens to be a female if we have worked together or we had studied something together yeah they're saying the very same thing as you but, you know, the goal for me is not trying to make every country like the Netherlands when it comes to equal rights or women's rights or education or health. It's about understanding how we got there, how you got there, and using that as a starting template and going, based on this society, A, how do we make sure that this is a global thing? Mm. And it starts with conversation. It, start with, it starts with you going, it has to happen now. Yeah true true and you have to like we women have to inspire each other and you really have to look after each other that's that's also what i mean like to make it small and to to look at your neighbor like the the uh, the, the neighbors your friends your your colleagues like look at each other and see if there's something if there's something missing or if you think hey this this person especially women are um taking care of themselves as they you or are they taking care of everybody else except from themselves so yeah I think we can do this on a small scale by just just having an eye for the people around you and see if, if people need help or need empowerment or because you never know what, how things are inside somebody you know inside yeah. the house, inside their heads, how, how how empowered do you feel? Yeah, and just like another question that just came to me now is if we had a practical one year, not an impractical 10 or 60 or 50 years, but a practical one year goal for equality for women in every country, I mean a global one, how do you see that happening? Like what is a starting point and how do we make that happen? Well, that's a good question. I, I would think, I, I always 
like the comparison uh, of Einstein. He once said, if I had one hour to change, to save the world, I would think about it for 55 minutes and do for five minutes. So in this case, I would do the same. I would just collect the people you need and to, to, to collectively make uh, a plan. You know, I, I would start to make a plan with who you need to make this plan with and, and to see what are really the problem I, I i strongly believe within a year you can but you know what we are not focused we can do so much in a year i i was talking to my friends the other day and i said what were we talking about before COVID? you know there's so much time being talked about that subject if we would spend it on women's rights or whatever we would solve this problem within no time so i guess it's also focus focus on this problem and focus on who do you need? Who are the key players? And what do they need to make a change? Exactly. That's a referendum, a global referendum for women and girls. What is the one thing that you need for this society to feel equal for you? Yeah. Such a simple thing. It I is mean, unfortunately, I'm not the United Nations, but they can definitely do that if they feel like it, if they want to do it. It's just an idea I'm throwing around there. I don't know if anyone cares about what I have to say anymore, but I'm going to keep on blabbering up because you know what? I'm just beginning. That's my thing. Mm. That's how my stubbornness works, is that when I know it's the right thing and it needs to be done, and it's not because I'm the right person to do it, but I'm the right person in the right place at the right time to get it done because anyone else could also be the right person at the right place at the right time, then it's going to get done. That's how I am. Mm. And, and you you are there and you're doing this and it's like like you said it's listening to what people have to say because that's your job when it comes to governing them but you know what i've realized is many can take the kitchen it gets too hard for them so they block themselves from communication they don't want to hear what anyone has to say and i'm like you are a politician you are the one who wanted to be voted into this you're the one who wanted to become president and now you can't handle the kitchen, so we are all screwed. True, true. It's 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 a strange system. I agree with that. Like it's not the best. We didn't build an optimal optimum system to rule this world. You know, this is all but optimal. But we can we can try to see what we can do to change this. And the first thing is to be aware be aware this is not the way we should do this and the way and how is this working out and eh? let's let's be honest how is all this government thing and all we built how is it working out i think we can do better i think it's an important question because gabby many people know their government is a parliamentary system a constitutional democracy they know that definition but they don't know how their government actually functions no. And that's a huge problem in multiple, multiple, multiple countries. They know that that person is at this and that person has that position because it's online, but there's nothing else that they know about how their government works and how they are being governed in the process, which is exactly why they're not motivated when someone says, this is an agenda, this is something that we need to do. It's like, thanks for telling me what I need to do to survive mm -hmm. in this world 
by making it an agenda as opposed to saying it will happen because we're going to make sure that the people who are there and have to do it will do it by fire or by force and if not they're out and they're in court it's that simple for me Gabby, it's not about threatening people and threatening people's lives because only stupid men think that guns and arms are the way to fix problems because no, that's why court exists. Yeah. But when you realize someone is too afraid to go to court, to show up in court, it's because there's something in their job description that they have horribly disrespected. Mm -hmm. And that's where my weapon comes. The weapon of knowledge and of power and of voice is so much bigger than the weapon of a commander in chief of I don't know what. Yeah. I think I think it's true that we um, have the faith that justice will work out. Um, and that Yeah, can... justice will work out as long as the judges are not corrupt and bought. That's what I have to say. As long as the judges are doing their job and they're not corrupt and they're not bought by the people that they're trying to give justice to, then I believe in justice. But now even the justice system in many countries are just not working. True. Because you're True. realizing why are the wrong people who are constantly doing the bad not facing the court? I know, How I know, yeah. But I, I think as well, you have the justice system, but you also have your own justice system. So in the end, I, I hope and truly hope and somewhere I believe people will answer to themselves and hold themselves accountable for what they are doing. Cause... Well, that's life, Gabby. You know what I say? There's a very, very special place in hell for men in power who destroy the lives of women and especially innocent children. Because when you destroy the life and the future of one child you have destroyed yours in every possible way and because of how the world works what goes around comes around when you decide other people and other people's children and what they have to do and face is not your fault it's not your problem but you're there in governance it's going to come back to your children because you know what uh jane goodall and oprah a mandela that's a, a gandhi that's a legacy that we will never forget but a position in government is what maximum 10 years and you're supposed to be out anyway true that's temporary true. and then someone else sits there and everyone forgets about you and what you said you did or what you said you tried and to maybe do. that's that's the difference because we asked ourselves like before what what is the difference because all those other people the really inspiring people it's it's not their job it's the way they are they they truly are inside and outside are what they say like they believe what they say they do they they live every moment in what they say and if it's a government job and you can do like be the minister of something for four years and then you change and be the minister of something else how can you put your heart and soul in that if you change this like overnight so I think that's the main difference between really inspiring people and people who are put on places to do things. You know, it's it's so much different. You know what I I'm like I make what make uh, what I wonder. I'm like there's so many passionate youths that are even much younger than me. They're mm -hmm. the ages of my younger siblings, my younger sisters, and they have a voice 
and education and understanding. Put them in a position in anywhere in any government and watch spectacular events happen. True. And that will never happen. It has never happened and it will never happen because, oh, they're just children. They're well, just women. They don't understand. They don't know how it works. They can't deal with this. And I'm like, how can you say someone who is at the optimal age of their life in health, in good and mental health, who have the education and know exactly what they want? How can you say they're not fit for something? You know how we can change this? How we can give others power by not accepting the, the, the power structures we build anymore. Oh yeah, that's so, so true. That's me. Too yeah, stubborn that's, that's that's true. True. So we, we, we should at some point, and I think really this is gonna happen, we are like, no, this is not how we want this anymore. And we can change it simply by giving, not giving the power to somebody else. And if somebody says like, this is a law, you should do this. And then if you don't do it and we don't do it collectively, and we only decide to listen to a, a group of children instead, then this will be the truth, you know? So it's also like, we are also part of a system of thinking, like government is, and, and uh, we built this like this. But I think we need to change uh, the way we think. And for us, like, especially for me, because I'm living in this system for 40 something years now, it's, I don't even, it's for oh me God, difficult. How do, you, how do you keep your sanity again? <laughs> <laughs> By not taking this all too serious, you know? Not taking life too serious you should be also be joyful and have your fun in life see the magic of life see the beauty of life and see the love of life because to be honest there's a lot more of that than people than media want you to believe because if i walk here out of my house and i see my neighbor and she smiles at me and we have a talk and i feel rejoiced by what's happening and i walk outside and i see a nice plant and tree that's life for me as well and that's what i take seriously so it's it's good to have a bit of a different perspective as well okay that's that's actually very powerful and i i i believe you and i'm like that because it's the work right that makes me have to face the suffering the pain the hunger the famine the violence against people women children mm -hmm. But also, what keeps me going is me going, yes, I have to stay fit, I have to work out, I have to eat healthy, I have to drink water, because of course, if I'm not healthy enough to do my job, it's not going to be done well, or it's not going to be done decently. Yeah. Right? So, one last question as we end, I'm thinking about it now as I am speaking. I'm stalling. <laughs> That's why I'm speaking while I'm trying to think of the question. But if every woman in this world could be united on one goal what do you think that would be which is kind of a bit like the last one but just choose one thing based on you and you being a woman i would unite each other in um how do you say this to to see and want the best of each other to see the best in the other person because oh my god we're so good in like oh this is wrong with that person this is wrong with that person 
there's so much what we think of people, but if we would compliment each other instead of uh, doing the opposite, I think that would be maybe that's the magical change we need, like to empower each other and to to be positive together. Okay, that's that's actually a very very great answer, and I didn't even I never thought of that outcome as an answer, but because yeah, and it, I think when you look at it in general, women tend to attack each other more and compete with each other more. Mm. Because of how society has raised women, well, girls to become women, I think, is that when you can break that chain and go, I'm supposed to despise you or be jealous of you because of something that you think you have or I think I have that you want or I want. Mm. Once that negativity, like you said, looking at the positivity of the fact that we are now in the same city or the same continent or the same country. And there's something that will unite us, and there are many things that will divide us. But if we can focus on the things that unite us, like yes, a global goal, a necessity, a desire, and a need for things to change now. Yeah. My thing is this agenda 2030 and the African Union. There's 17 UN goals, and there's not a single African country that can say they have ticked off one goal. Hmm. This was set in like 2015. Wow. Now we're getting into 2022. So now that COVID has exacerbated everything from famine to hunger to poverty to this and made everything ten times worse, how do we see this goal becoming a successful implementation? That's why I'm like the sitting down and trying to wait for them to make the decisions that they need to make. It's not working anymore. But you know what I'm doing is I'm gathering evidence for court. Yeah. Is gathering evidence to show the people that when they hear me being angry, they know that I'm not struggling because I'm angry for myself. I'm struggling because I'm seeing other people who have immense potential not having the right to do anything. And this is what makes economies crash. This is what stops countries permanently leaves them in the status of third world. It's the competition that you had mentioned before. If we can all just go. For this one thing, for this one goal, let's just put it all aside: the religion, the race, the gender, the ethnicity, the everything. Because we should not work and be competing about who is this and who is more, who is blacker, who is whiter, who is a woman, who is not a man, who is richer, who is poorer. People who have that poor, disgusting third world mentality should be kicked out of government. That's what I have to say, because they're the ones who cause the problems that exist within the government. True. And yeah. I don't mean like no, I mean all of them. A cleaning, a cleansing. You know how you do spring cleaning? That's what needs to happen. Because when there's one apple that is rotten, it destroys the whole tree eventually. And that's how governance works. Yeah. So agenda twenty thirty. This is what I'm fighting for: African Union, South America, presidents. Yeah, it's eight years, Gabby, and many people think eight years. I'm either not going to be in power, or it's eight years. We have a lot of time. There is zero time. It's I think it's to time do. to move. Yeah, it's time to change things. Yeah, so many people have to be educated about what 
some people know that there's an organization called the UN and there are multiple countries in Africa and South America and Southeast Asia, but you need to translate into their local language. What is it that the agenda is all about and why they are part of it and why they're going to be part of it and what they can do as one person in a tiny village with nothing. But yeah. you know, it's constant war, it's constant going in for, then money is given an aid is sent, then it ends up somewhere in the system. And sometimes and many times the people who deserve it do not even get it. No, it's, it's yeah. And at the same time, Gabby, the world's population is growing. So it's not us dealing with the same number of people trying to get them to be part of the same goal. No, it's a new door opening and more people coming in. And it's just like the migration problem. Every person that I talk to that is now an asylum, they, most of them don't even want to be where they are. It's not that they're not being treated so great. But can you imagine, Gabby, you can't live in your own country where you're from. You end up going somewhere and you get treated much better. You get fed much better. You get given rights in a country that they don't even know anything more than your name and what you where you came from. But mm. your own country will not give you that. Yeah, it's it's or they end up in situations where they're not accepted by some people in society. So it's like you can't live there and then you can't live where you've been sent because there's some people who are not good to you. Because yes, you're living really well in their own country, but they don't understand why you have to come to their country to live better than them. And I'm listening to both sides of the story and I'm understanding it because, yeah, it's kind of tough, I think, when I look at the European scheme of things. And I know that many of my friends or many people I know, most times myself included, you're trying to get the next job, to get the next thing, to pay your rent, and then you're seeing someone else who's not doing anything with your life for years, but they're here on a status. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I know it's it's that's that's really difficult situations, but I I strongly believe people want to contribute. I strongly believe everybody wants to feel worthful, like worthy by doing contributing. So yeah, I don't think it's 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 of free will if you so I feel like I feel like we have all the same goal to be uh, worthful, worthy. Worthy, yeah. Yeah. It's just, I mean, it's the migration, Gabby. From a medical perspective, migration is really, really bad right now, Gabby, because of COVID, because of disease outbreaks, because of the fact that COVID has multiplied so many millions of times. We are machines that have not even detected it yet. Yeah, and someone has to leave their country because they have to leave their country, right? Yeah. Then they end up somewhere else. We're reintroducing disease and we're making favorable conditions for bacteria and viruses to grow into different forms and multiply. This is how everything from polio to I'm not anti-migration, but it has to happen on a calm basis of this person. Yes, is moving somewhere for a better life, but not running away with nothing to end up somewhere to have to be given everything when you've not Ooh, been nobody wants that nobody nobody benefits from that so i always say like how bad does your situation have to be for you to leave your your, yeah, your, yeah, your house so it's always uh, not a choice of the person leaving you know 
because they 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 feel like there's not another other option. So yeah, and many of them end up in countries where they don't speak the language because that's the only place that this space is available for them, and that's a good thing. But that's also psychology and psychiatry how that affects how they integrate. It doesn't make it easy when you go. You know, sometimes people feel like a deer in headlights. They say. You're in a yeah. society where they don't know about you. They don't know about your country, they, or they only hear bad things about you, sure. your country and your governance. This is why this problem of migration, of Agenda 2030, of this has to be tackled from the heads of state. True. True. They need to be put on a hot seat. Of this has to be done. This is why you saw my articles of、uh, constitution. There's a reason why they're non-negotiable. Because they've been in negotiation for 76 years of the UN now of why human rights and this and this has to be respected. Yeah, I think we can change it by not making people need to m- migrate. Like to want to migrate and to be ready to migrate and to be in the right situation and paperwork to migrate is great because not only are you. If, if you want to, society, obviously,、yeah. but not if you are forced, forced to. to do it, because yeah, then so many other things. The country that these people are leaving, they're losing something valuable, not just human life, but integrity. They're losing skill. True. Then a new society gets skill, but it's going to take time to harness that skill, to teach them the language, for them to socialize in society. When it should be a matter of someone is enriching their own society in their own home, so this is how we become an equal society. I, as a person from country A, should not have to be trying to fix what is going on in country D.、Mm-hmm. The people in country D know exactly what is going on in their country and what they need. But if they're not given the right place, the right platform, they're not listened to, they're not respected, then so many issues that we're all going through right now. This world is not. There's nothing to write positive about how this world is being governed. True. Yes, true. Yes.、Nice、yes. That we have sunshine and we have good weather and there's this and that. But that's not because people made that happen. That's、nope. how nature and life is making it happen. Yeah. True. But it's like accountability has to happen. It just has to happen because that's the only template. It will happen. It will happen for successful governance. But so many things in justice take so long because to get justice is really, really, really hard. That is what I'm starting to understand with this world of governance in every part and in every way. But to get the accusation, to get the this, to steal the money, to take the money, whether it's yours or not. You know that there are people who can need this, but for someone to take money and to leave and to put it somewhere else because they have that power, your、yeah. children suffer. <laughs> they don't understand it because some people Gabby are really thick skulled, but they don't realize that when they leave this world, that will be their legacy that their children will take up. That you have to forever be the child of this man who did this to these people. Mm. And whether your children are the same or they're bad, it's a really, really bad stain on a name, on a legacy. It is. It is. So, I think we should 
really and that's what i mean by by going back to the one-on-one context as well and and talking to people on and giving them strength and because it has to start on a small scale and then it will spread out like if if somebody is angry because i made somebody angry then he's going to be angry at his work and makes other people angry and blah, blah, blah. but it can be the other way around as well so as we all try to make people feel better they can feel better this will end up in the people in government make them feel better because i'm sure they need some feeling better at some point so yeah so they can make better decisions as well okay so one last question now if there's one message as a life coach an international life coach you've officially become international yeah. life coach because <laughs> wow. there are many countries and other continents that people can hear what you have to say what is this one life coach message that we should all keep in mind well actually what i just said like you can be the change you can be the change by by empowering people instead of doing the opposite so say people like what you like about them what they're good at what they what you like about being with them uh, make them feel better so they don't have to fight like fight to make them feel better on other ways like by by gaining power or by gaining something else which doesn't have the same value so that would be my advice to 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 help each other to be better persons actually okay excellent well with that being said thank you for being here today with us and empowering us as a woman in power and i say women in power i don't mean because they're in a government or they're working in an office room i just mean someone who knows what they want and they see the problems of the world that we all do but their perspectives unfortunately are yet to be respected appreciated and written in concrete stone yes thank you adrian Thanks. Thank you so much. And I'll uh, speak to you next time. For sure, definitely. Okay, thank you so much.